Hey there, heathens. If your eggs are still churning and you don't want to have another bastard running around your house, why don't you check out our shop and see our new birth control pill sleeve cover, Quiver Full of Pills. All you need to do is go to our bio or deconversiontherapypodcast.com and you'll see shop. It's very cute and we hope you enjoy it. Bye. everyone. This is Deconversion Therapy. I'm Karen. I'm Bonnie. And this podcast is two people who've known each other since we were one year old, grew up in the church, got on fire for Jesus, went to Baptist college. I became a missionary. Bonnie did not to (laughs) secular school. And throughout our journeys, we have both become what's now called ex-evangelical or really ex-Christian in many ways. Um, But we welcome anyone to listen to this and, you know. I would say I'm ex-evangelical, but if anything happened, I wouldn't be surprised. What does that mean? With Jesus and stuff. What? With Jesus and stuff. I mean, I I just don't know. Oh, okay. I would be surprised, but that's... I'd, wait, that's wrong. I didn't mean I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd go. Oh well, I didn't think it wasn't for sure not happening <laughs> that there was a savior, right? So I guess does that make me more agnostic and you more I atheist? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Although I sort of think they're both the same thing when we come down to it, like. I was saying, like, if you feel that, and even I as an atheist feel that, if Jesus appeared and sat down next to me, that's evidence. And I would go, oh, all right. Yeah, sure. Right. But, yeah. To say you know for sure is, like, so obnoxious. I do know for sure. I know for sure he's not. (laughs) My name's Karen, so I know things. The only the thing that would make me especially happy is if we found out Jesus existed is that Ricky Gervais would have to just eat his words. Oh my goodness. What? You're He's starting so a certain new about podcast. it. I'm certain about it too. Yeah, okay. All right, great. All right. We didn't even get past the intro. We just need to tell everyone <laughs> this will be our last podcast. <laughs> we don't agree. No, you're getting both sides of the coin. You're getting um, someone who is incorrect. You're getting me. You're getting it all. And it's all free to you. Uh, well, we've got you trapped and you're on quarantine, hopefully. Uh, Could you please subscribe if you haven't? Could you please rate us? Could you please review us? We love the reviews. They make us happy when we're lonely. Yeah, perhaps you could set up additional email accounts while you're on here and just subscribe a lot of times. Oh, that's a good one. Just kidding. Have your kids do that and put it on their resume while they're in quarantine. (laughs) Bonnie's making fun of me because I'm 
doing that for my kids because I've got two seniors, one in college, one in high school, and it super sucks because the college one, the graduation's been canceled. Uh, She's having to do everything on video. Because she was on spring break, they never got to say goodbye to anyone or even be like, hey, we've been, you know, hanging out, but I don't have your contact info. Can't do that. Um, And then the other high school one, prom's canceled. I mean, seriously, this is bullshit. I will I will tell you when we were in our Baptist University yeah. there it was it was my 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 last day uh, at school there before I was going to transfer to the secular university <laughs> and there was a guy I had a huge crush on and I just thought, well, this is my last chance. And I said something to him when he was in his car, like, oh, well, take my number in case you're bored over the summer. And he said, oh, I thought you lived, uh, you know, far away. And I said, no, because we just, we lived on campus, you and I, but we also lived in town. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so um, it's that that last minute rush of, this is my last chance to say something to somebody I might never see again. That's it. Yeah. And like, I, you don't know Dave Warnock, but he is now doing something called Carpe the Fucking Diem. <laughs> and that reminds me of that. Like, yeah. just going for it. But she didn't get to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are, someone's making shirts at one of their schools that says the class of 2020, but the mm-hmm. uh, the zeros are toilet tissue, and <laughs> the tagline is when shit got real. So yeah. I know it's going to be so weird. Anywho, talking about weird, why don't you introduce our topic today, Bonnie? Well, our topic today is Bethel Church in Redding, California. And when I talked about it on our last podcast that may or may not have aired yet, you got to tell me. Which Um, one? The coronavirus one? Yeah. Yeah, that went up. Okay. Glad Uh, you listened to our episodes. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Um, This job I have. So I think we touched on it briefly in the last podcast we did about Bethel Church, but it. And I and I sent something to Karen that said, hey, I have an idea for the next podcast. And I didn't realize Bethel Church was the one we had touched on briefly a couple months ago where there was the uh, the set of parents praying for a miracle that their dead little girl would be brought back to life. Right. So I didn't realize there was a lot more than just that going on. Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> In our Facebook group, Deconversion Therapy, you can enter at any time. Um, Someone posted about them and said, please, ladies, it's weird when they call us ladies, do (laughs) something on Bethel. And I'm like, oh, they've read our mind. So this, obviously, this is what the world's been waiting for. All right. So this church, Bethel Church, they're in Redding, California. And, of course, they have a charismatic leader. And uh, what's happening there, a lot, of the, a lot of the apartments and housing in, in Redding has been purchased 
by the people right. of the church. And they seem to be taking a, you know, a page out of the playbook for those Rajneesh people right. where they go to an area and buy up all the land and the housing. And then eventually they take over the civic roles and, and government leadership positions. Right. So that seems to be what is happening in Reading. It's a big church. Um, they also have a giant arm of a music publication. Yeah, their music is not bad for people who like right. crappy music. <laughs> right. <I'm kidding>. It's <laughs> awful. I haven't heard any of it. It is actually pretty good. But that's big business. Oh, totally. And, you know, it's it seems like they want to be very similar to Hillsong, which we talked about, because they have a big branch of music. But I didn't sure. realize that actual Redding, California, like half of it is them. You know? Is it half? Well, I made that up. But that they, you know... But they're taken over. Right, right. And I they're, was listening... Be- to something because they believe in dominion and dominionism. What's that? And that means what is that? Creating God's kingdom on earth, but they oh. believe it in a way of um, we'll even use force, as in we will, like you said, take over the government. We will own the big businesses. We're going to do, you know, all this so that, quote, God runs everything. Well, should we talk about the most recent uh, thing that got them in the uh, the main mainstream press? Sure. I mean, there's quite a few. Take your pick. Well, that that whole issue where they were for a couple weeks there, they were praying to resurrect this sweet little girl who passed away. Right. And they would put things on Twitter and whatever other social media that they have out there, um, encouraging people to pray for it. And don't you feel that that's a that's a huge ask as far as miracles go? <laughs> it's a big one. And so, not to correct you, but my name is Karen. The, what did I say? Um, no, the Twitter part. I was looking, and they haven't updated their Twitter since 2017, but they're big on Facebook and Instagram. And I was like, why aren't they on Twitter anymore? And then I realized what happened during this whole thing about they weren't just praying. They were like, stand with us because it's going to happen. We believe it. And if right. anyone put a comment, they would delete it. You right. can't delete comments on Twitter. So Yeah, and you cannot even open them for comments, I think, on Facebook or YouTube. Right, right. So their Instagram is where I saw this stuff, and they would just delete people's. Like if people yeah. said, I'm so sorry for you guys that you lost this sweet child, someone would say, we don't allow that here. This that child, negativity. Yeah. This child, you know, will be raised from the dead and then they just delete it. And so you see just all these 
you know, just people saying, amen, it's going to happen. We can't wait to see her again. It's just, yikes. Well, there was something I was reading about the leader. Do you remember his name? Uh, <laughs> Rick Johnson or something no, like that. Uh, oh, here's the article that. Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Yeah, something that I looked up on YouTube because I wanted to see video of some of these miracles that they claim that their churches had. Right. Um, so, so I looked up a video and one of the, or I looked, I, I, I searched them on YouTube and one of the things that came back was that Bill Johnson was talking about somebody's jaw who wasn't there and it regrew. All right. And I don't know, I don't know that much about the human body, <laughs> but, um, is that, something that could happen and and you always mentioned you know if there are miracles why haven't amputees grown a new arm right so that's what i was thinking like why wouldn't they start with an arm rather than a whole sweet little baby yeah yeah exactly and just temper their expectations and where is the proof where put it in you know take some pictures put it in the paper i'm for it i'll be ready to I'll go with it. But yeah, so Bethel is very into miracles, but also useless miracles. So they really believed in this gold cloud, that gold clouds would appear, um, that little... Oh, well, they they pipe in fog into their... their, um, uh, Amphitheater? It's not amphitheater. Right, right. In their church, and they call them glory clouds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is, is twisted. And talking about the the poor little two-year-old who died. Olive. And all these people are believing she's going to be raised from the dead. But during this coronavirus, the church has actually closed down their, you know, in-person oh, meetings. That's right. <laughs> and they've... Um, it's made headlines, you know, that they've canceled their healing service during this time and, you know, the irony and blah, 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 blah. But I'm and like, they're, they're just posting card tricks online. <laughs> yeah, here's a cloud. Um, but the idea that we still have idiots running around this country not thinking coronavirus is real and it's not going to affect them and all that stuff. The church that actually believed someone would raise from the dead is act is you know more sane than people <laughs> taking more precautions right than- right exactly um did you read about their how they offended the lgbt community with their conversion therapy stuff yeah i think well i i think that they offend the lgbt community too by uh, their their treatment of people in the school that they have as well. Right. Just their existence. But, yeah. 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 So tell about their attached school. It's the BSSM. Which is really <laughs> doesn't sound on, good. <laughs> no. The Bethel School of Supernatural is it Management. Oh, ministry. Yeah. Um, but they call them the Hogwarts for Christians. 
trendy. While I was looking for videos, one, I found a video of what these people are saying during the coronavirus. And of course, the guy who leads it, I would call him a dipshit, but it's probably not nice. Uh, anyway, he's the king of the dipshits. I'm telling you. So he does this thing and he talks about what an opportunity the coronavirus is. And then he's like, this is a moment for revival. This is a moment for da da da. And he says, this is a moment for vindication. And I'm like, what? Like, like we as Christians are going to be vindicated in our. I think it's. God is going to be vindicated, and therefore they are. And I'm like, why are we bringing this terrible, you know, uh, I shall be vindicated crap about people dying? It's totally perverse and disgusting. Um, It should be all just compassion and let's try. No, we don't. Churches are moving away from that whole love concept, You might not have gotten that memo. Okay, so I watched this documentary that I thought it said 50-minute documentary. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I didn't realize that was part one. Uh, But it's unfortunately, it's it's about a girl who was in the uh, supernatural ministry program. And she left because she realized it had cultish ideas But the problem with this documentary is that it was uh, hosted by two pastors. So everything was told in a Christian perspective, which was funny because every time they talked about the, you know, what was wrong with it, they didn't see the irony (laughs) that it was pretty much the same as, you know, what they're involved in. But she said... That, you know, it's theologically unsound and because they aren't following the Bible, which again, up to interpretation, that they don't know the true Christ and therefore they're not going to heaven. Oh my gosh. I'm like, it's (laughs) just like, who's going to heaven, who's not? But some of the weird things she said that they did is when they would have praise and worship time, you would look around the room and there would be people grouped together. So there were the ones that were laughing, the holy laughter, and she went and hung out with them and she couldn't really get into the laughing. But then they started doing this weird laughing that was almost mocking and pointing at her. Like maniacal laughter? Yes. Like another version of speaking in tongues? Yeah. Kind that, of thing? Yeah. That was a big or, movement that happened. Really? What? There were no jokes? There are no jokes. Oh. <laughs> so supposedly God touches you with laughter. Um, Azusa Street. This happened, I guess, in the 70s that a church there broke out in this laughter. And anyway, it started spreading. So you've got, oh, you should watch some of those videos. But she hung out with them. Then there's another girl in the corner who is rocking back and forth on a, quote, horse. As in... Because there's no horse. There's no horse. Okay. Um, 
And then at another time, they told her, you know, have you met your angels yet? And she's like, no. And they're like, oh, you can meet your personal angels. You know, we just. Yeah, I read about that. Like they have specific healing angels, maybe. And each person can like meet their protective angel. See, that just says Ouija board to me. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Wow. She said that that when they prayed to listen to God's voice, that's when she realized, wait, this sounds exactly like what I would say. Or, <laughs> yeah. God's not smarter than me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was also a school-wide deliverance right when she got there, which was just some guy standing up, casting out demons of everyone, and... <laughs> Then they have a honeypot, empty honeypot, and it's like a barrel, and people could stick their heads in it to get drunk on the spirit. In an empty barrel? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Uh, it's just, it's just um, a ritual. It's no, it, they really believe that somehow maybe the barrel is blessed or it's a something. So if they stick their head in it, they do get this euphoric feeling. And then they're like, oh, yes, I was touched by, you know, it sounds I'm like communion adjacent. It, right. You know, like here's just... some grape juice, it's going to turn <laughs> into blood. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly uh, with a touch of insanity. Hmm. Um, but she said, you know, it was by the grace of God that I could admit I was wrong about everything. And I thought back to my <laughs> thing, and I'm like, I admitted I was wrong about everything, but it, like God didn't have to do that. Like our brains can figure that shit out. Some, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the I hadn't even thought about this, but since there are so many of them in Reading mm-hmm. and the schools start every, you know, six months and they bring in thousands of, of there's 4,000 people in that school, that every time they get taught something, they go out in the community and try it on the poor people of Reading. Who who are just <laughs> who are just bystanders? Yes, so, they're just like shopping, and then people are like, "Can I introduce you to your angels?" So one of the things they did is they approached a woman in the wheelchair and started praying real hard, and then tell told her, "Stand up, stand up! You can walk. Let's do it. You can do it." And. Oh, she she in a wheelchair. I, I ask. Like, and? <laughs> and supposedly they have this really cool bridge in Reading that's also like a hangout place. And they said they had to close it down for a while because the students ruined everything. Anyone who wanted to go hang out there was attacked spiritually right. by these kids trying to p- pray for them and do all that stuff. And early on... I guess a decade or two ago, um, some of the kids were actually hanging out on the bridge and drinking or maybe not the bridge, a cliff or whatever. And one of the students fell. And instead of calling an ambulance. Oh, no, no, no. I know where that's going. 
It's happened a few times. Oh and gosh. one led to a death, but this kid ended up being paralyzed, but they just went down and prayed for him oh. and tried to do all that. Um, well, but there was a time that the the students were walking and they saw a boy who was having a hard time breathing because he was asthmatic. Mm-hmm. And they started praying for him and no one called 911. Oh. And one girl even took time to run back into her dorm and get her Bible and come back. Oh, my gosh. So the kid, <laughs> after 15 minutes, they finally called, and um, he is brain dead. And you're like, when in the world can these people sue? You know, just like... But don't you yeah. think that that's similar to, hey, I need to go up to New York. I'm going to fly. And by that, I mean my body. I'm going to put my right. hands out and fly yep. instead of relying on these things that we've created, these processes called airplanes. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, I will tell you also, uh, in addition to all the things that you're talking about, in a video that I saw, there was somebody who would go out on the streets and he would tell somebody, again, unexpected, sitting <laughs> on a park bench, hey, do you have back problems? And he would have them put their legs out and show them that one of their legs was longer than the other. And then he would prey on them and then have them put the legs back out. And they were magically the same length again, which uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a chiropractor, but they do that exactly. too. It's yep. so I was going to say that happened to me at the South Florida Fair because I walked through and a chiropractor booth was right. like, oh, you've got this. And I went home with a pamphlet right. telling my parents, oh, my God. My legs aren't go. even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he held like a string and he's like, oh, this one's, yeah. you know. And in the video, he's like, can you see? It's like an inch different. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. But what about that sixth toe he has? Can you make that disappear? <laughs> oh, I wish we could make the guy who had six toes disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another funny video where, I guess it's not funny, but the church guy uh, prophesied because he felt, no, no, one of the people in the church had gotten a prophecy for the church. And so Bill Johnson read it. And this was 10 years ago. And he was like, God's given word that, you know, we're going to double in size Redding because they mm-hmm. really feel Redding is theirs. Redding is going to double in size. It's the time to buy now. Yeah. Um, we're going to have an airline that starts in Reading, so there's going to be lots of money to be made. There's going to be business headquarters coming from all over the world. God is blessing this area, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you know Reading is, not not too long after that, had what is called a fire-nado? <laughs> it's a tornado of fire that destroyed everything. What? I had never heard of it, and I watched, That's and like it has the, It's like Sharknado, but with but fire. So something catches on fire, and it gets swirled up into a tornado? 
I guess that when you listen to the meteorologist, because it's in this video talking, they're like, it's a very rare occurrence, but it does happen. <laughs> right. And it destroyed things. None of those prophecies have come true. Um, Except but they're again, buying up land and apartments. Right, and right. houses. Oh, man. And something I read said that they were telling people who were renting there, you got to get out or pay us double or something, you know, astronomical price, oh, I'm price sure. gouging like that, just to I'm make sure. their presence known. Oh, they're crazy. Um, and then you and I found interesting things because they've taken over the town of Reading. <sighs> if you go on TripAdvisor... You find plenty about them. Oh yeah, and I I made I made I copy and pasted some of the reviews, so I'm going to read <laughs> some of those because I think people are the best source of all sorts of humor. Um, <laughs> they are. And I wish other things in life had review sites. You know, like uh, the fact that this is able to be reviewed, but it'd be nice to read real reviews of teachers sometimes. Okay, there is. Oh, okay. And what yeah. about like landlords and tenants? I don't know. There's Angie's list for like plumbers and this and that. Right. But I think there should be reviews for just people. Yeah, like you've got to, there, there were some crazy people when I worked in retail who would come in time and time again. And I'm like, somebody needs to make everybody else aware of them. Because I think one time what happened was I talked to another store owner and I'm like, we know that person too. They yep. happen to do this crazy stuff. And we had one tenant a couple of years ago. She lived in one unit and the year that she was there, every appliance seemed to break. Then she moved to another unit. Guess what? Every <laughs> appliance seemed to break. And to me, that's like a Munchausen by proxy kind of thing <laughs> she would break the appliances consistently to yeah. get somebody to come in and pay attention to her oh yeah, yeah. very true and sad so anyway well, but I've, that's my <laughs> well then I've heard you know when I actually read real stories about how often cable guys and FedEx guys are um sleep with the people they deliver to or or go in to see I'm like what is happening? Yeah. Why, why are these people just being like, you know, could you fix this? And then that's their segue. Yeah, that, that happened to me once in a, in a condo where I met um, an air conditioning person. And I was like, is he, is he trying to make that happen? <laughs> I'm so awkward. Like, why, what? Because he thinks that we're in an empty condo. We can just go at it. I don't know. I guess that happens with people. It's so exciting. Um, <laughs> I live such a boring, sheltered life. But um, but so so of the review samplings from TripAdvisor, the um, the thing that struck me most of all is that people were cranky about how difficult it was to find parking. Oh. So apparently at the church at the or church. just yep apparently yeah. the services are very popular and they fill up so people were spouting off about where they had to park 
uh, somebody was like, had to park in last two spaces, got there 15 minutes beforehand. And so that is somehow, to me, that's an easy thing to make a miracle. Like, have valet mm. parking. There you Hello, go. Hello, make it free. Um, or make like Jesus breaks the bread and feeds 5,000. Do that with your car parks. Why can't he, you know, <laughs> make new ones appear? And the valets could be the angels. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you just ask your personal angel, I've got it for a while. Could you go out there and park that bins? <laughs> You're my personal yeah. angel. Um, <laughs> so that was referenced a lot of times in the quote-unquote reviews. Um, was how crowded it was and how you couldn't get there just 10 minutes before it started. Um, let's see. Here's a sample review. The Sunday evening worship here was awesome. Everyone was so friendly, caring, and even concerned. The message from Bill Johnson was amazing and inspiring, leading us to the feet of Jesus. <laughs> I just read that one because I knew you'd like the feet part. <laughs> <sighs> That's when the you feet get of up Jesus. and you leave. He had hair on his toes. <laughs> Oh, those... Why couldn't Jesus just wear some closed toes? <laughs> um, so apparently you really have to know the times for worship because you have to stand in line to get in. And they suggested Ugh. you call first before going. What? Yeah. What does that mean? So you don't just show up. I mean, obviously you should, you know. Like you get a reservation no, if you call? but you should call and find out. Hey, when do services start? Oh, call when to find out. I thought it was like call and be like, this, you know, Jones party of four. We will be yeah, coming. These people were just suggesting you know when things start and how long you're going to have to be standing around. Oh, so what they're saying is um, be a person <laughs> with a brain. Okay. Like, function like we do in society. Um, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to show up to the movie theater. How come Dream Girls has already started? <laughs> um, all right. So, this one I know you'll love. We came here looking for the bookstore, but first we were encountered by the huge campus this megachurch has. Grounds were impeccable, it also had a very nice cafe. All this was done on a weekday, so we did not attend service. A lot of people were present on campus, not present on campus. Um, everyone we encountered was very pleasant. By the way, we didn't find what we were looking for, a Bible book cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not, uh, not a wise thing to not have Bible book covers. Right. And I love that it's just, you know, I'm doing this glowing review. They do not have what I wanted. <laughs> By the way, um, there was a man who was turned away from Easter service because yeah. he and his wife were traveling and they had their dog with them. So he took the dog out of the van or whatever the hell they were driving to do his business. And they were going to stick the dog back in the van because it was going to be fine in there while they went inside. Well, the security guy came over. And said, nope, no dogs on the property, can't stay here. And then he was, you know, incensed. He says, this was deemed not the way to treat people. Um, <laughs> shocking their gay away was fine, but refusing to let dogs on, you know, that's that's not good. Um, uh, let's see. Yesterday, because we're recording this and, you know, the day of this goes out tonight um, was 
Atheist Day and <laughs> National Puppy Day. Coincidence? Right. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. One other person said it didn't live up to the hype <laughs> and said that they were most surprised by how not welcoming the place was. Ooh. Um, they said strangers would greet you and pray for you, but not stick around for a conversation. And I've told you that's always been my problem with the yes. last church I went to. Yeah. Um, I stayed and packed up chairs for over Whoa. half an hour and no <laughs> one came to talk to me at all. Oh, man. The welcoming team were also much more interested in getting me to a seat than talking to me. That's right. It's all about the conversion. And a lot of these people don't have natural um, skills, social skills. Right. You know, it's just objective, objective. But they're smiling. And like if you go with somebody else, you feel like it's very welcoming. But right. a single person, that's probably really tough to greet them yeah. and go, oh, what you doing here? You probably have a real need for you to show up alone at church. Um, and then the uh, the last review here was, uh, I've attended Bethel Church on more than one occasion and find it to be a great church. Not perfect, mind you, but is yours. I find <laughs> that the ones who call it names need to examine themselves. Who placed you as judge? Well... <laughs> It's a review website. (laughs) So you you are the judge. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering if they had packed it with a bunch of their own people, you know, like, okay, today everyone go on TripAdvisor. And I'm sure if someone looked, they would find the bad ones and then look at the date of the good ones and find like 40 you know. Right. And I only picked the ones that were more colorful. There were so many positive ones and bland ones. And then one guy was clever. He only gave them like two stars. And then he says in the review, I only gave this two stars because I figured people would read it. This is a great church, yaddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Tricky. The problem with this church is not only is it huge, but it has millions of people who follow it. And it also has... This whole uh, churches that are trying to emulate them, and some of our listeners, I think, ended up going to some of those churches. But I did find in that documentary, although I'm not a Christian, what she said was very good in that they always talk about don't box in God, don't do this, but God if you believe it, has revealed himself in black and white in the Bible about who he is and what he does. And so they go far outside that and just say, you know, no, God is really into putting gold dust in our chairs, too. Or he's really into, you know, whatever it is, your secret angel or whatever. And... She's like, but everything we need revealed to us, we have a book that tells us that. So right, I'm like, right. Okay, so they're I, giving you extras. Right, right. They're giving what is known as cultish behavior when you have a leader who feels that they have special knowledge that isn't given to everyone. Yeah. 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 But I feel, yeah, sorry for the for the whole um, 
people in Reading, uh, you know, I'd love to just go up to an average person there, like a cashier at the Piggly Wiggly, and be like, <laughs> how many times have you been, you know, witnessed or prayed for? Just, <laughs> just to how get a general. How many times has somebody come through the line and said, I bet your feet are tired. Really? Yep. I'm a cashier. You have a pretty good chance of that being correct. <laughs> right. Or one of your fingers is longer than the other. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see the middle one? <sighs> well, during this time of you being quarantined, please go to our website and send us a funny, true story so we can maybe put it on our letter sode, which is the ones that entertain us and everybody else. Yeah, Um and if we missed anything glaring from this, if you know anything about Reading, feel free to put those in writing and send Please them to us do. too. Yeah, yeah. We would love that. I am so ready to hear some. some You're so Reading you know. to hear something. Uh, <laughs> Especially now, don't be a shit pile. See you next <laughs> week. Mm-hmm.